0: Welcome to The
1: Ralph Report with Ralph Garman.
2: Well, hello
0: there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. It is a Monday, December 14th, year of our Lord Sheesmoo 2020. All hell, Sheesmoo. It is right to give him thanks and praise. Welcome, kids, to a brand new Ralph Report for a brand new week, the final week of Ralph Report shows for 2020 before we head off into the Christmas holidays. Yeah. So uh it's gonna be a hell of a week, by it's a the way. Big buildup. Jam, jam-packed week, maybe the best week of the year. Because <laughs> we got an amazing show today. We'll talk about in a little bit. Uh on tomorrow's show, I'm gonna sit down with two guys I knew from another lifetime. Kevin Ryder and Mike Catherwood from wow. my old K-Rock days. That's cool. Going to be stopping by talking about their new show that launching at the beginning of next year. Right. Uh, and then, of course, the whole thing builds up to Friday where we are going to uh, <laughs> dip our balls into the testicuzis. Yeah, talk about jam-packing something. Man, how am I going to squeeze my balls into that testacuzzi? <laughs> I may have to get both of them and just put one ball in each. It's a it's a hell of a show. We're going to have a great time. And I think (laughs) we're going to send you off into the holidays with a smile. At least that's our hope anyway. Anyway, I'm your old podcast pal. Ralph Garman sitting here in the Batcave with me is the man, you know, as some folks call him Mr. Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody.
2: Yo ho,
0: Eddie. Or ho ho ho, Eddie, oh, as like some, ho, ho, ho. some folks are saying during the Christmas season. That's a good one. Uh, how you doing, sir? How was your weekend? Good. Uh, just
1: uh, my friends and I, Jen and Cody from the Swings and Misses oh, program, we're yeah. shooting a little like uh, another Cobra Commander skit that we do uh, we're doing another one we're doing a, a christmas themed one fun so in the form of a christmas carol so Would, that should be out next week hopefully. will that be
0: up on the youtube
1: that will be on the youtube so that'll that's what i was working on all weekend with my son colton he's really enjoying filming his cobra's son very nice so, does uh, he have a little mini helmet no well oh. <laughs> we do a flashback scene because we're doing sort of like uh the three ghosts of christmas past and all that stuff gotcha
0: and he runs out as a little cobra commander with the helmet on excellent it'll be fun way to uh To force your child into a career that you yourself know (laughs) is filled with pitfalls and heartbreak. Mostly pitfalls and heartbreak. Mostly. There's a few ups. Excellent (laughs) way to inspire your child down the path that you know is uh, fraught with peril. I I know. It's sad. He's going to be a showbiz kid, and then it's going to be on you. So wear that. Own it. It's terrible. It's terrible. I feel horrible. Real quick. We have to uh, say that for the first time in a long time, both of us happy with the professional football
1: over the weekend. Very happy.
0: Congratulations to your Washington football team now in sole ownership of uh, the first place in the NFC East. Giants laid a turd against the Cardinals. They did indeed. uh, Uh, Unfortunately, the Cowboys won, but you can't have everything. No. However, (laughs) let's not bury the lead. Life anew oh. in the city of brotherly love with our uh, our quarterback that stepped onto the field yesterday, Mister Jalen Hurts, his twenty two year old kid, got his first professional NFL start against the uh, top defense in the in the NFL yeah. and acquitted himself impressively. So you're rejuvenated now as an Eagles fan? No. I know the uh, se- the season is still a, You're not a, out of it in that division. It's a lost cause. We're, best case scenario, we win the division, and, you get, yeah. and then we got our asses handed to us in True. the playoffs. So right now, for me, I'm just glad to enjoy watching a game again. This is the first game yeah. I actually watched start to finish that I enjoyed... <laughs> in five weeks and so that for me is a win it's impressive the saints had a really good defense so really good and yeah uh this kid was making smart decisions and he moved around nicely he uh, he was getting first downs with his arms and his legs yeah and uh, he did it all so i gotta say uh it was happy to see both happy
1: washington's defense basically won their
0: game but they Uh, have a great defense anyway eagles d also stood up in a big way they uh they blanked the uh the backup, the backup the, quarterback. The, the, what the Saints uh, in the first half. I don't they, know what was, the backup quarterback's name is. Uh, King, I think? I don't. <laughs> you uh, watched the whole game. I know, but I don't listen to the the other team. <laughs> it was some, not Drew Brees. Not That's Drew the quarterback. Brees. That's who he was. That's who he was. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Smiles all around in the uh, football department Yay. for the first time. Until, time. I, until I take a pie in the face That's not at the beginning of next year. I haven't year. sealed it yet. No. i only got two games on you. right? Or a game and a half. What, what do you got? Uh, six, six and
1: seven. We're six six and and seven. seven. You guys are five and eight. Four and eight, one. Four eight, one. Four eight,
0: one. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I've got one more game, I think, before it's closed out. Yeah.
0: And then we play you guys at the end of the season. Yeah, it could come down down to that. It could come down to that. It really could come down to that. (laughs) Anyway, it'll be exciting one way or the other. A lot of people rooting for me to take a pie in the face. (laughs) That's all I know. Either way, they win. That's true. So that's right. (laughs) What do they care? You guys get to see one of us with a pie in the face, (laughs) and that's all that really matters. All right, let's talk about today's show. It's amazing. Today's show is. Remarkable. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Because not only do we have our usual fun stuff, the entertainment news, your phone calls, uh, but I'm so impressed by Queen Jay, as she is known by the other members of the Garmin. Yep. Jennifer Stewart is her name. She has been the breakout star of the Ralph Report, I think, for uh, 2020. Very talented lady. Showing up with just amazing yes. music, song after song. She has enlisted other members of the Garmy to get together, and they did a full-blown mini Ralph Report musical. What? Fully produced, acting, songs, the whole thing. Really? It's amazing. Wow. When Jennifer sent it to me, I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Who can just whip this up? But she enlisted. Uh, I'll to give you the cast list uh, when we get to the segment. But I was just so Blown away and moved and touched and grateful for the work that went into this thing. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. It's going to be awesome. We'll play that for you in a little bit. Uh, Meanwhile, before we get started, uh, we're also announcing for every day this week, the five days of Christmas Ralph Report giveaway. What? Yes, we have decided to, as a special thanks to our four-star generals, who, uh, of course, are are the upper echelon of uh, patrons here on Patreon.com, A special thank you to those folks, because really, uh, although every bit of the support across the board, up and down, is uh, greatly appreciated, the four-star generals really go above and beyond the call of duty when it comes to keeping the lights on here at the Ralph Report. So we thought it would be fun uh, for the next five days to give away a little piece of Garmy merch to a random four-star listener. We put everybody's name into a bowl, and we've got that bowl right there in front of you, Eddie Paz. Oh, I see I'm, it. Oh, there I'm it is. I'm going to ask you to pull out a, right. a name when you get a chance. Okay. But uh, every day we'll be giving away a different piece of Ralph Report merchandise, and then uh, giving it to a four-star member as just a little thank you for everything that they do and everything they mean to us here at the Ralph oh, that's Report. So a nice. little chance to give back. So it's like the Claus. 12 days of Christmas. Ralph Claus we're doing five days of christmas because <laughs> carrie didn't come up with this idea until this weekend <laughs> last week would have been great it would have been great been we Perfect. Could, could have done 10 days of christmas but uh <laughs> that's that's how we roll here on the Ralph report <laughs> everything is sort of fast and loose so uh today the first day of christmas let's find out what we're giving away today on the first day of christmas the ralph report gave to you a ralph report covid face mask <laughs> that is today's piece of merchandise we're giving away it is the ralph report covid face mask that you can wear until you get your uh, your vaccine that's Everybody's perfect waiting, but it's perfect and it's it's useful yeah and it'll keep you alive and also you get to show your Ralph yeah,
1: reports. It's not one of those gifts you're just going to put on the shelf and never deal nope, with. Nope. This no. is
0: something you can actually use. The Ralph <laughs> report COVID face mask is our first giveaway here on the first day of Christmas on the Ralph report. Yeah. Let's find out who's going to get it. Eddie Pence, pick, pick out a, uh, a name. It's a lot of names. Well, it's a lot of four-star generals. Pick one out and tell me who our winner is. Our winner is Chad Turillo. Chad Turillo. Turillo
1: from Silver Springs, Maryland. I'm pro- I'm pretty sure it's Trujillo. Trujillo? If there's
0: two L's in it. I saw the L. so I, I With decided. a J in front, I believe that Hello? is. That is a Latino. That's a Latina. Trujillo. It's a Latina name. Trujillo. Trujillo, I'm Trujillo. pretty sure. Trujillo. Do you I'm have to guess- roll the L's? I'm guessing it. no, there's no, you don't pronounce the That's the, the L's R at thing, all. right? <laughs> two L's together in Espanol yes. is a Y sound. Say Trujillo. Three years of Spanish, I didn't get that. So I'm guessing it is Chad, Chad? Trujillo. 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 Not Trujillo. Not Trujillo. And where? It is <laughs> that's just... how my dad would say it. <laughs> well, hopefully, <laughs> each generation's a little better than the next. That's that's the goal. Chad in America. Trujillo. Chad Trujillo. Silver Springs, Maryland. In Silver Springs, Maryland. Congratulations, Chad. You are the first day of Christmas ralph report giveaway recipient as a, as a four-star general we deeply deeply appreciate sorry i butchered your name all the hell so thank you so much sir we truly appreciate that all right now it's time i'm not gonna make you wait any longer this is the amazing musical that was built by queen jay and her followers for today's mm. ralph report i wanted to kick off the week with something amazing it is called a very special garmi radio play And this is something that Queen J wrote herself. She also directed it. She narrates it. She wrote it. But listen to this cast. Playing the other elves up there at the North Pole. Yeah. You've got Bridget from Long Island as one of the elves. (laughs) Jen plays one of the elves as well. And John Cooperman. Oh, Coop. In a featured role as one of the elves as well. And then at the end of the the musical, you were here uh, several ladies waiting for... Uh, Santa Ralph to show up and uh-huh. deliver his package okay. at, uh, for for Christmas. <laughs> no window there, and uh, it is Bridget once again. Lindsay from Arkansas. Oh, Lindsay great. Fuller's on yeah, hand. That's nice. Aaron Scabaretti, our friend Aaron. Uh, Jen Stewart, Cassie from uh, the UK. Oh, yeah, Cassie, Cassie where's Vicky yeah. and uh, Gemma Williams? Also Gemma. from the UK, have lended their acting skills to this as well Oh, i can't wait it is so much fun queen jay thank you so much for putting this together with no further ado it's time for the tale of santa ralph
3: hello listeners and welcome to tonight's very special garmi christmas story it's a story of when covid nearly killed christmas the trouble began the night before Christmas when all through Santa's workshop the elves were feeling quite stressed out from the unusual season. Echoing through the workshop, heard from the break room where the elves munched on their tiny gingerbread cookies, one particularly honorary elf was sharing her woes.
4: Holy Fuck, this season is going to fucking kill me. Tell me about it, as if COVID wasn't bad enough. I'm the only elf stupid enough to break up with my girlfriend right before COVID came to town. I'm going to try some hookup apps. Yeah, and what is any of that going to fucking get you? We still have to be six feet apart. I could get creative. Yeah, I fucking bet you could. Ha 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 funny. Hey, what are you stupid elves talking about? What's that? Fucking thing on your head. <laughs> oh, you mean this crown? <laughs> yeah, all the elves voted me the best singing elf this year. I blew every one away. <laughs> I did, round. Is that how you got them to vote for you? <laughs> uh, I don't need this. I don't need
5: this from anybody. You can all kiss my ass. Nothing. I don't need
4: it. <laughs> oh, that was nice to finally have a laugh. Pass me some more of those gingerbread cookies. Hey, Bridge, why
3: the heck are all the heads missing?
4: Because they were fucking asking for it, okay?
3: The downtrodden elves lamented that particularly rotten season. Kids had lost all imagination and requested gift cards, and those were pretty easy to make. The adults weren't much more fun, where once they'd be dreaming about mountain bikes, collectible action figures, and bread-making machines. Now the wish lists included strange devices the elves were not too happy to make. But by far the most requested thing of all told the elves that the humans were longing to be together again. They longed to be with each other. And since they couldn't, the elves found themselves keeping up with the times by creating naughty websites There was so much coding left to do that the elves were starting to lose hope. Just then, a new Christmas wish notification came through Hans's phone.
4: Oh my god, I hate my job. Look at this request. Is this really a thing? What fucking thing is that? Oh, dude, you do not want to know. Oh, come on. There is nothing I haven't seen or done. Not for nothing, I got my doctorate from Sansa's brother at Ralph's Sex U. Yeah, I saw that on your LinkedIn. Yeah, anyway, I gotta get back to fucking work, you good?
3: Yeah, I'm good. Hans walked down the hallway, feeling glum. <laughs>
4: I sew down when Christmas is all over town, the twinkling lights. Just what if? The answer I'm looking for has been in front of me, not on the workshop floor, not Santa, he's a tight-laced guy, but his brother Ralph. What if he could fly?
3: So Hans took this idea to Santa's brother Ralph, and in two shakes of a reindeer's tail, Ralph was ready to help. And wouldn't you know, he was dressed to the nines, with a red robe, a white-tipped hat, and looking really quite fine. Away he went, and word traveled fast. Women everywhere shaved their legs and put out midnight snacks. The moon on the breasts of the Garmy below gave Ralph a guiding light for his sleigh to go. And what a sight in the sky did he make, can you hear? I think I hear his sleigh coming near. Will he be breaking out tonight. And he won't be packing in night He'll be wearing a special Christmas robe If you're lucky he'll appear Just read his one and only type of cheer Santa, Santa round So do you think
6: you'll visit ladies? Were you good this year? No. Well, just put a fucking glass of
3: Jack out and see what the fuck happens.
6: What? Okay. He's been
3: saving up all year, ready to administer some cheer. This year he's even rediscovered snow. So if you're lucky, he'll up here, slide down your chimney with some cheer. It's Santa. got Batman trivia and charms. His services will keep you up past dawn. So if you're lucky, he'll appear. Slide down your chimney with some cheer. Santa, Santa,
6: rushing around to get ready for Santa? What makes you think he'll snowplow into your Christmas tray? I don't know. I need to believe in something right now. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, he's coming! I'll
3: be waiting.
6: Where's my package? Oh, I'm getting mine tonight. Look out, ladies! I think I hear him coming!
0: How impressive was that. Wow. That's amazing. Right? Jesus. So once again, Jen Stewart, thank you so much. And uh she also separated out the the Santa Ralph song there from the finale of the musical that I'll be posting separately. So, so good. People can download that and listen to it. It it's just what's it like to be talented? <laughs> I don't know, but I am so grateful to be the recipient wow. of uh the the generosity of members of the Garmy like Queen Jay, who are who's willing to, to donate that to the show. Yeah. That's a full-blown work. Goddamn it's a lot musical. Of work. Yeah. An original musical that she wrote and gave to us. So that's that's my present this year. Thank you so much, Jen, for doing that. Appreciate it. Now, speaking of members of the Garmy, we love it when you reach out to us, our beloved Garmy members. You can do it any number of ways. You can write me an email, Ralph at the Ralphreport.com. Eddie at theralphreport.com, steve at theralphreport.com, or you can find us on social media, contact us there, or as many folks choose to do, leave a message on the Ralph Report hotline 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. You're just going to dial up the phone number, one eight three three. Hi, Ralph. Uh. Love it when you call in. I listen to them all. I'm going to grab a handful, and we put them here at the top of the show in a segment called Garmy on the Line.
1: The telephone is ringing,
0: the is on the line, Ross gonna play your calls now, and see what's on your mind. First up is Alex, he is a uh, first line medical care oh. professional. Wow. And so I wanted to play his call because now more than ever, I know you wouldn't think to look at people that we're in the worst stage of this pandemic that we've ever been. But the truth is more people are getting sick. More people are dying. Hospitals are packed. It is a very serious time. And I know with the, with the vaccine on the horizon, a lot of people are letting their foot off the gas in terms of taking care of themselves. But it's, it's bad out there folks. So please take care of yourselves. And I want to thank Alex for all the work that he and his other healthcare workers are doing. And here's his call.
6: Hey, Ralph. yoho ho Odie, Um This is Alex from Huntington Beach, and um, I'm a healthcare worker, and I just want to say I really appreciate uh, all the love and support and laughs you guys give on a daily basis. Um, you really get me through some hard times, and uh, as far as being on the front lines, it's, uh, it's a relief to hear your guys' voice every day. Um, also, I got to say, I think there was a missed opportunity, you know, with hmm. the sampling of... William Shatner saying come and, you know, Odie Gahuff saying, uh, you know, he'll swallow it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you combine those two and what? that's Ralph report gold. I don't Just know. saying. Anyway, uh love you guys. <laughs> You're doing the Lord's work. Keep it up and uh,
0: I'll keep listening as long as you guys keep putting out great material. LMB. Thank you, Alex. I don't know. That would be embarrassing for Eddie, I think. So I don't want to <laughs> come. I don't want to take William Shatner and then put Eddie after that. I think that would just be embarrassing. However, yeah. you are a frontline healthcare right. worker. You're doing the hardest job that American can do right, right now. So who am I to say no to turn down his request? No one. Right. You're, you're nobody to that's say what, no. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> come. Oh, mm, I'll swallow it.
1: <laughs> Goddamn! It sounded worse than I thought it was going to sound. Come. <laughs> oh, mm. I'll swallow it.
0: <laughs> it's the bromance with William Shatner oh. and Odie Goff. Right I might actually there. do it for Shat. You would, right? Probably. You'd have to. You'd have to. I don't I, know how you say no to that guy. That's what I think. Uh, this call came in little concerning. Turns out some of the material from the Ralph report is falling into the wrong hands.
6: Mm. Hey, Ralph. I am the wife of one of your two star generals. Um, I'm also the one that wouldn't show you her Boobs, if you remember that one. I do. And we went, we had a small little get together for Christmas with some friends, just six people. So don't worry, everybody was practicing safe things. Mm -hmm. And my husband did this very distinct dad joke about Grogu, about how it (laughs) sounds like a... Dick enhancing cream because, you know, it's like grow goo. And I was like, this joke seems way too on point. Everybody cracked up. He made it sound like it was his own, (laughs) that he was amazing, super joke. And I was like, he's not that (laughs) punny. And so later on, when we're driving in the car, I'm like, did you actually do that? Was that actually a joke you made up? He's like, no, it's from Ralph Garman. I go, so you just took credit for Ralph's joke and you didn't even give him credit? You made people think that you're that clever? To come up with a joke and he goes, I don't think, Ralph, I don't think you'd be upset. I don't think you'd be <laughs> upset that I that I took the credit. You would be honored. So I'm curious. Uh, are you honored or do you feel like you should have gotten credit? Because I feel like you should have gotten some credit. Um, LMB.
0: Thank you so much for thinking of me and being concerned. But please tell your husband it's fine. You, you got hacked, dude. It's fine. He hacked your bit. Here's how I feel about the Ralph Report. You're paying... For the entertainment. It's kind of yours. You kind right. of own it. But he's at the party and he does the bit. He's like,
1: hey, I heard that on the Ralph Report. You guys should subscribe to the Ralph Report. Feel Like a free. commercial.
0: Feel free. <laughs> I don't want the guy to feel bad that he put it out there as his. and And I originally said it. It's. It's fine. It, it's not a he problem. He should at least buy the gift of Ralph for all the people
2: to put. You know what? <laughs> you may not have a problem uh, with it. Uh-oh. But I actually do have a problem with uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. Roland, what's going on? Well, if you remember correctly, Grogu yeah. is the name of my newly formulated penis enhancement cream right. that I am trying to sell in its patented bottle shaped like the child, <laughs> which when you squeeze it, it comes out of his butt. Yes. And that name, I'll have you know, is completely covered by my own personal copyright. Oh. And so I, you may be fine with it, Mr. Garman, but I am not fine with it. And so please tell your husband, madam, that for Christmas, he's getting a lawsuit. That's what he's getting. So lawyer up, bitches. Wow. Because I'm coming for you. Go, that's not the Christmas spirit, Roman. I don't care about Christmas. I care about money and protecting my IP.
0: But isn't really, if you'll excuse me, isn't that actually a Star Wars IP? It's not really yeah. yours to have. You're
2: just it. It is the character is, but the cream, the specially specially formulated cream that I've created is completely mine, and so I won't have anyone using that word in reference to that cream because that is covered by my copyright. What is your cream made of, by the way? That is a, a, a industry secret. You don't need to know, but just know there's a little bit of me in every bottle <laughs> of Oh, good of, Lord. Of Grogu. Fuck. So it's not FDA approved, I'm assuming. It's pending. Mm. The FDA has been so busy with the, the vaccine approval that they haven't had a chance to get around to my penis cream yet. But we're hoping for it soon. <laughs> well, best of luck with that, Roland. Mm. Thank you. And Mm. good day, sir. I must go now. I'm leaving.
0: Oh. Wow.
2: Left in a huff. Yeah, he
0: did. Yeah. He's got some bottles to fill. He does indeed. Busy man. (laughs) All right. Hey, uh, this has been a banner year for The Ralph Report. I got to say, it's been a a terrific year, and we've got a ton of new listeners. Mm -hmm. And while we're gone for the couple weeks over the holidays, I really recommend that if you are new to The Ralph Report, go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes. There's a lot of good stuff in there. And you get to hear uh, a lot of great stories and things we reference now that we may not You'll uh, get the inside jokes. We may back, not be yeah. resetting as often as we should. Uh this person thinks we absolutely should reset this.
2: Hey, Ralph. Yodi, Hodi, Yodi. Um, I think there have been enough new listeners to the Ralph Report since ghost ham was brought up. Ah, yes, Jesus. I think we need to revisit ghost ham mm. because Eddie is a miracle. Yes, he is. And he's a wonder. <laughs> yes, he's both. Jason of those. from Los Alamitos. <laughs> Bye.
0: Thank you, Jason. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are new to the show, oh, how does one start? Yeah, around this know. time of year, at Christmas, some people have turkey, some people have ham. Mm hmm. And Eddie Pence doesn't like to eat ham. And Eddie, could you please, for our newer listeners, explain to them why you don't eat ham? Yeah, it was probably, I guess it probably happened between
1: 90 and 91, 1990, 1991. All right. I don't know what happened, but for some reason, for that entire calendar year, (laughs) I woke up every morning with the smell of ham in my nose. (laughs) And I would smell it all day long. When I went to sleep, I'd wake up and it was still, it was there for a whole year. And Mm. it just, one day it just magically went away. But I smelt ham for a whole year. And I I got so sick of the smell of ham, it
0: turned me against ham. So now you don't eat ham. So now I do
1: not eat ham. Right.
0: So we established that at one point, Eddie was being haunted. (laughs) My nose was haunted. By a ham. And so that scent became known as ghost ham (laughs) because Eddie had, uh, had a ghost ham lingering around yeah. his, his nose. Now, someone had mentioned
1: at some point it might have been some sort of sinus infection. Yeah, that sounds and that's more likely. that's probably what it was. Or but- some sort of mini stroke. <laughs> all I smelt. Was ham. Oh, it was ham. And that's how I dealt with yeah, it. Yeah, you should
0: have. You should have gotten. The
1: place you're going to. A those doctor. neti pots or something and <laughs> cleared it all out. Cleaned yourself out because so, that's that was ghost about. ham. I had a ghost ham in my nose.
0: So there you go, Jason. There's a story <laughs> of ghost ham, which will live on in the uh, Ralph report. It's legend not fun. It's not fun, man.
1: Wake up every day with ham in your nose.
0: Who would just let that be for a year? Just let their life be ruled by the smell of ham? Oh, other yeah. than you, you Guy <laughs> who so little in terms of being proactive. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I guess I'll what? just smell ham forever. Well, you just try to distract yourself. Yeah, oh, sure. That's all. Try to smell other things. Yeah. Speaking of <laughs> foods, I blame myself. A bag of chicken parts inside
6: the turkey. Yeah, Ralph, I think you uh, you missed a record scratch on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love you, mean it. Uh, Bye.
0: Yeah, <laughs> last week we were talking about. Uh, well, start off with bear's liver. Mm. About the czars of Russia used to eat the liver of a bear that they killed themselves. Right. Then the story shifted into, like, pate and goose liver and other kinds of liver that people eat. And I asked Eddie if he ever had that. And then this happened. (laughs) You ever had pate? You ever had, uh, like, duck's liver or goose liver?
1: No. Mm. I've tried. uh, When you make make a turkey, you have the bag of chicken parts. Yeah. I didn't even know I said
0: that. Yeah. People wondering what kind of turkeys you're eating when it comes with a bag of chicken parts inside the turkey oh fuck that's funny and again <laughs> i'm so numb to you now that you can say the most outlandish shit and i just i just agree with it and i just keep moving uh, i don't even catch it uh, <laughs> i've ruined you you ever had pate you ever had uh, like duck's liver or goose liver no mm.
1: i've tried uh it, when you make when you make a turkey you have the bag of chicken parts yeah yeah like enthusiastically you yeah, said I'm yeah just i just <laughs> have become you're becoming me oh my
0: god come oh, mm, i'll swallow it <laughs> I hope not um swallow those chicken parts i always recommend if you're going to call the ralph report hotline don't do it drunk right i say it not for my sake, although no. it's not easy to to sit through, but, but for your sake. Don't embarrass yourself. I will play yeah. it, and you will be embarrassed when you hear yourself being played back. That's my job. There is a rule, though, an exception to every rule, and if you can call the Ralph Report hotline drunk, if, and only if, you are the happiest drunk <laughs> in the world... Ho, 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 Eddie, and ho, 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 Ralph, and the ho, 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 crew, I just, you know, and
6: and sometimes, I apologize, I get a little giddy and off topic sometimes, but goddammit, I love you guys, I just, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy, whatever the hell you celebrate or don't, and goddammit, I just love you guys, just,
5: yeah!
6: I'm drunk as shit. You told me to say not to do that, but I don't give a shit. I'm drunk as hell, and I still love you guys, and I don't want
0: to delete this. LMB, marry everything. Marry everything. Mary everything. So you can call in if you're the happiest Dude, drunk. That in the guy, world. that alcohol agrees with him. I love alcohol. I've never felt like that drunk. <laughs> I've never been that happy drunk. So keep doing what you're doing, sir. And lastly, we kick off every episode of The Ralph Report with some upbeat music, something to get you going and keep your day uh, a little happier, perhaps, than it would be otherwise. During the Christmas season, we have been playing holiday hits as well. Well, Jack called in with his request.
5: Hey, Ralph and Eddie. It's Jack, four-star general from South Dakota, calling in with a happy Christmas hit for you. I would like to request Christmas When You're Dead by Sinatra's Ghost. Yeah. Thank you. Love you. Mean it. Bye.
0: Yeah, we played this last year. This is another one of the Christmas songs that I did for the Christmas records that were put out by the radio station I used to do the morning show with. And uh, last week we played um, the Killers, uh, not the Killers, the Gorillas of Clint Eastwood. I did the Frosty of Snowman parody. This song I'm actually a little bit proud of (laughs) because this is a song I wrote myself Mm. and I don't write music and I don't play music because yeah. i'm a drummer as you know right of course you yes, mentioned yes. that you're, now, the, but you're the
1: heartbeat of the band.
0: i am a drummer but i wrote it <laughs> alongside a gentleman named jonathan green who's a, a very talented musician i've known for a long time and so i would like sing the tune to him and he transcribed it he turned it into music he did all the instrumentation and i came up with this because at the time i wrote it frank sinatra had just passed away mm-hmm. and sinatra of course was known famously amongst his other successful recordings, but he had enormously successful Christmas songs as well. So I thought if Frank was still with us, although not with us, what would he sing about the holiday season? And I came up with Christmas Just Ain't Christmas When You're Dead by Frank Sinatra's Ghost. And here you go, Jack. Here's your holiday happy hit.
5: I've got memories of Christmas Kitties playing in the snow Flying down a frosty hillside on a sled But those memories of Christmas Don't mean nothing to me now Cause this year I'll spend Christmas being dead. Christmas just ain't Christmas when you're lying in the ground. No presents tied with ribbons that you say when you're six feet under there's no lights upon a tree a christmas wreath don't mean the same thing on your grave santa claus don't fill your stocking when your ticker stops tick-tocking no decorated coffin green and red No singing deck the halls When there are maggots on your balls Christmas just ain't Christmas When you're dead Now people bitch and moan About this busy time of year And shoppers can be rude cats along the way But take it from me, pal And fill your heart with Christmas cheer You'll miss those crowded malls. Start to decay Cause Christmas just ain't Christmas When you sleep beneath the grass No jingle bells, no one horse open sleigh When your corpse is rotting, brother You can fetch your ass No one will open up your box On Christmas Day No invites come for parties Not since you felt your heart cease no pretty Christmas cards easing the dread. No eggnog for you tied and you will know it's cause you died. Christmas just ain't Christmas when you're dead. No Christmas just ain't Christmas when you kick your mistress. I wish you Merry Christmas from the dead. I won't be back because
0: I'm dead. I like to think if Frank was here, that's what he would say. See, you're talented. No. Not like Queen Jay, but talented. Not like her at all. No, I can't do that. (laughs) Very musical show today. A very musical show. A lot of holiday music on today's show, and why not? (laughs) We got to burn this stuff off while we can, right? I need to sing a song. You, oh, trust me. There will be Christmas ediochi this week at some point. Agnios. I guarantee. I I guarantee. He'll talk about your anus. (laughs) All right, kids. Thanks to everybody who called in. I truly appreciate it. You too can be featured on this segment, but you know what you got to do? You got to pick up the phone and call me. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Roth Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All righty, now it's time for us to look in the rearview mirror and see what happened on this day, December 14th. In history.
5: Um, um, um. Ralph's about to solve another mystery. Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine? Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen. Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary. anniversary. The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp, so grant our wishes, please. And tell us what went down this day in history. history.
0: All right, on this day, December 14th, in the year 1503. Mm. Nostradamus was born. Whoa. Did he, he, know? With Nostradamus, Did he know he was going to be born? He knew he was going to be born. When he was born, he was like, yep, I called it. I told this, you. This was the day. I told you, motherfuckers. He, of course, uh, perhaps the uh, most famous of the ancient astrologers and prognosticators. Yes, best known for his book of prophecies known as Centuries Astrologic Geeks, published in 1555. And everyone says everything Nostradamus says comes true. Mm. If you read it a certain way, right? oh, no, no, right? it's a, right there. It's right there. Plain is plain is the nose on your face, like Hitler, but he misspelled it. It's supposed to be Hitler. <laughs> he didn't. Say, he didn't specify Hish, Hitler or a Hitler, but he did say there would be three antichrists. Hitler. Three oh, antichrists. Right. What, which one are we on now? Bonaparte, Napoleon. Oh, that's was, right. Napoleon was the first one. Then Hitler, and then and the third is still coming. Where is he been? Or here? is he? Or is he? Been <laughs> he there? may have been here. We're not sure. So. uh if you believe in Nostradamus, this is an important day for you, or Nostradamus, as I sometimes call him. Fifteen forty-two on this day, Princess Mary Stuart succeeded her father James V as the uh, he was the King of Scotland. She became Queen Mary I of Scotland. Mm. At six days old, she became wow. the queen, and then she grew into a big boat. Um, no, that's that was named after her. Oh. but she wasn't actually a boat. <laughs> 1656, artificial pearls were manufactured for the first time oh, yeah. by M. Jacquin in Paris, made from uh, gypsum and fish scales. That's how they made Ew. fake pearls? So that's, just, um, that's how you get that uh, shiny that, looking, that lo- the luster, the yeah, luster. From, from pearls. So everybody get a pearl necklace. Mm, boy. 1751, the first military academy in the world was opened. Yeah, the Theresian Matil- uh, Military Academy in Austria. First time. 1798, David Wilkinson of Rhode Island invented a very important process. He came up with the lathe that would cut uniform screw threads. Right. Change the industrial revolution. Because it's screw things now. Because you could screw things. Yeah. Because you didn't have to worry about just hammer and nails right. anymore. You could actually use screws to hold things together. Game changer. So much better. Not only for wood, but also for machines as right. well. That's pretty genius. The guy said, what if I cut a groove into this piece of metal and then drive it into the wood instead of just hammering it because right. I'm tired of shit coming apart on me? <laughs> it's genius. It is genius. You don't get it. I man. do get it. I'm telling you, I got it. Uh, 1812. Yeah. The French invasion of Russia. We were just talking about Napoleon Bonaparte. Um, officially ended on this day. The French lost 530,000 people That's in that attempt. That's insane. Yes. Half a million people died in a, ba- in a war. Yeah. How many do you have to lose before you say, maybe this isn't the war for us? Well, I guess when you don't care about your people at all, and they're just true. seriously just throwing them out there to fend off the attack or whatever. I suppose. It's so. crazy. And uh, the year 1900 on this day was the birth of quantum physics. Hmm. That's when German physicist Max Planck, of course, came up with his uh, black body radiation law. Planck's Law, as it's known, mm. or Planck, I guess, Plank. if you, uh, you pronounce it that way. You're familiar with the, uh, the Black Body Radiation Law, right, yes. Planck's Law? Yes, of course. Why don't you give people just a real quick once-over it's on
1: that? You know that thing when you're laying out in the sun too long <laughs> and you get, like, that real reddish feeling on you, but it's not quite sunburn? Is that? That's
0: it, right? Is that Planck's Law of Isn't Radiation? Isn't that Planck's Law? No, it's pretty much about the spectral density of the electromagnetic radiation that's emitted by a black body in thermal equilibrium at the given temperature, known as T, mm. when there is no net flow of matter or energy between the body and its environment. Yeah, or sun's sunscreen. All right. 1903, the Wright brothers attempted to fly their Wright Flyer, as they called it, for the first time in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina on this day. Those guys had balls. That is nuts. Fucking balls let's push this thing and this will fly through the air no it won't it's fucking heavier than shit yeah how is this going to fly dumbass that's what i would have been saying if i was talking to the right like i jumped plenty of bicycles when i was a kid like a moron but i
1: never thought i could fly something
0: yeah and you knew your bike was heavy yeah so eventually i was gonna come down coming down and probably you're gonna go over the handlebars and you were gonna lose it too yes This these guys said, let's put this massive machine up in the air and that will carry us. Something's way heavier than air. We're gonna let it fly. So insanely stupid. (laughs) And yet, they were geniuses. And that's why I am not a genius, and I'm not a revolutionary. My name will not be remembered because (laughs) they saw better than I did. 1934, the very first streamlined steam locomotive was introduced in Albany, New York. Hmm. That was another game changer. All the wind drag was taken off the train. Oh, they made it all smooth. They did indeed. Streamline, buddy.
4: Well, I'll tell you. The secret is
0: modern design. You know, streamlining. Streamlining. Yeah. Those old locomotives were very wind-resistant. Very much so. 1944, the U.S. Congress established the rank of General of the Army for the U.S. Army. That was the five-star general. Mm. Up to that point, there were only four-star generals, much like here on the Ralph Report. Yes. There was the Brigadier General. That's one star. The major generals, two stars; lieutenant generals, three stars; general in the army, um, four stars; and then general of the army was five stars. Wow, big difference! We got to come up with a five star. We got to come up with a five five star star. tier.
1: We'll think of something. It's got to be something special. Well,
0: (laughs) we'll do something. I don't know what. Some video or something. Something. Uh, 1959 on this day, the album "Time Out" by Dave Brubeck was released. It became the first jazz album to sell a million copies, it was a game changer for jazz music, really. Most successful jazz recording of its time, featuring this smash hit single called Take Five. <laughs> Even you must know. Oh, I know that, that right? one. Yeah, 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 of course. Speaking of my fuck song. Oh boy. <laughs> That's a visual I don't ever want to have in my head. <laughs> And pants in a smoking jacket, just cruising across the floor to uh, in my white socks. Take five, (laughs) sliding across the floor. Poor Tracy there with a look of sheer terror on her face. (laughs) Speaking of the music industry, on this day in 1961, the very first country song to get a gold record was achieved on this day really first time any country song had ever sold a million copies and earned a gold record it was jimmy dean's song big bad john you know that one. Hey, oh yeah every morning
5: at the mine you could see him arrive he stood six foot six and weighed 245 kind of broad at the shoulder and narrow at the hip and everybody knew you didn't give no lip to big john big john
0: big john Big bad John. Yeah. Big John. Yeah. That's what I call my penis. That's your fuck song. <laughs> That's my fuck song. I like the sound <laughs> of a, <of> a pickaxe <laughs> hitting rock. For something, the rhythm of that, that just, just gets, gets you going. going. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Staying with musical news in 1964, a gentleman named Michael Brown met a lady named Renee Fladen, and it inspired him to write the wildly popular song for his band, The Left Bank. Walk Away, Rene. Just walk away, Rene.
5: You won't see me follow you back home. The empty sidewalks are mad. But God, that's the same. You're not too late.
0: That song spent 13 weeks on the U.S. charts. It mm. a massive hit from the 60s. 1967 on this day, DNA was created in a test tube. Created? Yes. They were able to create DNA Jeez. in a test tube. Rolling
1: jerked off in a test tube. Don't
0: come. <laughs> mm. I'll swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. I create DNA in a test tube every day oh, if you wanted me. to. 1969, on the Ed Sullivan Show, mm-hmm. five young men from Gary, Indiana, made their first appearance on that program. It changed the course of music, certainly for Motown Records and for their young 10-year-old lead singer as well. The Jackson 5 showed up for the first time on the Ed Sullivan show.
5: Now here are five brothers from Gary, Indiana, ranging in age from 10 to 18.
0: They are a sensational group. Here, the Jackson
5: 5. So let's have a five.
1: <laughs> Ed Sullivan had a television I show. I just every time I hear him speak I'm like how did he have a television show? He
0: was the most popular television host on television. Un- unreal. Unreal.
1: He, he doesn't even, he doesn't look good. He's, so he's, he's hideous. And he's, he doesn't
0: sound he's good. a deeply unattractive man who was incapable of speaking English clearly. It's just insane to me. He with, a, a, with zero personality. He's he, had, one of, he had nothing, nothing. going it, for him. He's one of the pinnacles of television history is Ed Sullivan. One of the most successful programs ever to be on television. It's insane. To be on that show was a career maker. Yeah. Because so many people watched. It makes no sense. Insane. <laughs> Completely Insane. <laughs> We're in the wrong business. Unreal.
2: Right now, there's five <laughs> young men from Gary and the are really terrific. They're going to come out here and do a song for you, and you're really going to love it. They're going to do some great songs and a great hit. And that, the, that was that, it. That, that all the time. That was it. Right now we got a very funny man, a comedian that's gonna come out here, and he's just that's nothing. What, that's all he did. You imagine ad libbing
1: with him, he wouldn't know what to do. Oh his head God.
0: would smoke would come out of his ears. He'd barely read a cue card. This makes me so angry. <laughs> uh, 1984. Speaking of broadcasting, Howard Cosell retired from Monday night football. Kids, if you're too young to remember the classic Monday night football lineup. Of Dandy Don Meredith, Howard Cosell, and Frank Gifford, you really missed out on yeah. something. They were a terrific team yes, together. Cosell was hated by half of America, <laughs> loved by the other <laughs> half. He was a New York lawyer who knew nothing really. Well, he had no career in sports prior to this, but he was very opinionated, and he would he would argue with the other guys in the booth. Yeah. And it was and America ate it up with this. Yeah, sport. they did. Even if you hated him, you watched him because you loved. To watch it so yeah. you could hate him. It's one of the first people you'd you'd hate, you'd love to hate to watch. Yes. And very entertaining when he would show up loaded in the booth.
1: <laughs> they were all loaded. And try to
0: perform. <laughs> Here's a little Howard Cosell being drunk off his ass in a game, a Philadelphia Eagles game, so much so that he had to leave the show at halftime <laughs> because he was slurring his words so badly.
1: I'm
5: not on camera now. Where?
0: In Philadelphia at Franklin Field. The score, the New York football Giants 13, the Philadelphia Eagles 9. The Philadelphia Eagles 9. <laughs> and they came back after halftime. Frank Gifford's like, uh, Howard's not feeling well, so he, he won't be joining us. For He's on the floor the under the table. Indeed. On uh, this day in 1986, Voyager, not the one that came back in Star Trek. Voyager. This was uh, the first non-stop, non-refueled flight around the world. Was it in this uh, plane, piloted by Dick Rutan and Jenny Yeager? Took off from Edwards Air Force Base, made it all the re- all the way around the world in one tank of gas. Wow, pretty cool. impressive. 1993. On this day, one of the very first mainstream films about the AIDS epidemic. Was released, directed by Jonathan Demme, starring Tom Hanks so and was, Denzel Washington. All just a setup. It premiered in uh, Century setup. City, California, on yeah. this day, and became God. a uh, an Oscar-winning performance, of course, for Tom Hanks, fucking a legendary film. Plays well. And you I just fucking. Song. I'm just Jesus, wondering, Eddie, if you right. know the title of the film. Uh, if you happen to know the name of this movie in 1993 that was released on this day, do yeah. you have any idea? Mm-hmm. Any uh, any guesses as to the name of the Philadelphia? Film? I'm sorry,
1: just what? Fucking Philadelphia fucking love fuck. got me
0: Thought of you yesterday. I was out oh, there yeah? watching the Philadelphia Eagles game. Yeah, your little buddy running around, <laughs> because, throwing balls. Because when they when they uh, showed the replay before they went to commercial yeah. of the touchdown, yeah. they played they played that song. That song. Yes. I'm glad I wasn't watching. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad
1: you throwing, throwing a, a shoe show. through the television.
0: Hey, nice segue. Speaking of throwing oh, shoes, look at me! You set me up so nicely. <laughs> On this day in 2008, President George W. Bush made his fourth and final trip to Iraq as president. <laughs> and he was how the fuck did i come up with that and he was almost struck by two shoes that were thrown at him (laughs) by an iraqi journalist named mundahar al-zaidi during the farewell conference in baghdad threw his shoes still hilarious to watch it bush's head i love
1: that because bush ducked the first one and they looked like you're gonna throw another one and then like (laughs) he threw another
0: one and he ducked it he was making moves pretty smooth My God. In 2016, on this day, the University of Toronto yeah. discovered the world's oldest water. Oh. Huh? Yes, you heard me. How it do you... It was 2 billion years old. And it was still there? Didn't evaporate? From a mine in Canada. They found it at the bottom of a mine in mm. Canada. And they they dated it. And they said, this water this is, is the oldest, 2 <laughs> billion years old. Really? Did they drink it? No. No. I'm sure, it was filled with all kinds God, of it's protoplasm it's or something you don't want to let out. Something else it was filled with things you shouldn't like what? swallow. Come, oh, mm. I'll swallow it. <laughs> On this day in 2017, British surgeon Simon Bramhall mm. admitted in court that he did indeed brand the liver of two of his patients with his initials while he was operating on them. How'd they even complain about that? Well, it turns out, Eddie, that after one of the uh, liver surgeries, he had a liver transplant patient. The organ failed and they had to remove it. The brand was on the liver, And that's when they discovered (laughs) that Simon had signed his work by branding his initials Onto the liver of one of his patients, and then weirdo. they then they realized he had done it to another patient.
1: As what a well. weirdo!
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Oh my God!
0: Uh, the court said although uh, the uh, branding didn't affect the organ's performance in any way, so there was no actual medical harm. It showed enormous egotism, and so they slapped him with a ten thousand pound fine for wow. his behavior. What a weirdo! And he was pretty much driven out of the medical. I would uh, think so. Profession at that point. In 2019, the Bel Air mansion that was featured in the Beverly Hills, the TV series, the Beverly Hills, yes, sold on this day in 2019, becoming America's, not America, rather, but California's most expensive property. Eddie Pence, for Ooh. bonus points, how much did the mansion that mm. was used in the Beverly Hills TV, uh, excuse me, the Beverly Hillbillies TV series go for on the market uh, last year, 2019, how much did it sell for? For 30, bonus points. $35 million. Dollars. It's an excellent choice, uh, excellent guess, but you're <laughs> deeply wrong. $150 million. <laughs> wow. dollars Holy balls! Is what that sold for. I didn't think for. it went that high. Fuck. $150 million. Yeah, commission on that. I would like to know Jesus. who bought a house for
1: $150 million. It, it's, usually it's people that don't live in this country. It's like... Uh, like sheiks or Yeah, stuff like, like that, that, where oil, they just, they just buy property to have... It's, it's usually don't it's not someone some who lives normal. there that's from california i
0: firmly believe this and i'm not saying it's just because i'm a am I'm a, a low rent guy yeah. with not a lot of money i do believe there is a certain number with which when you pay over regardless of how rich you are mm-hmm. it's just sheer stupidity yeah because a house can only be so great yeah it's it basically just there to house you mm-hmm. and for you to put your stuff someplace yeah. and for to protect you from the rain. Yeah. So if that's the function of it, at what point do you just get to a ridiculous number where the value is, you it's can't stupid. possibly reach the value for the money you do, that you're paying. You don't need 18 bathrooms. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just, it's madness. It's insane. I feel that way about automobiles. Right. And I especially feel that way about watches. Yeah. If someone pays fifty thousand dollars for a watch, you've got too much fucking money. You buy a
1: Rolex because the job
0: is to keep time on your wrist, and there's a great many watches that can do that same function for considerably less. When we have ten
1: cities on every underpass here in Los Angeles, and someone has eighteen bathrooms, something's out of whack. Yeah, it's
0: completely out of whack. All right, you know we do at this stage. We find a food related to this day in history. Run it past Eddie Pence to see if it's something he'd be willing to eat, or perhaps stick up his ass, (laughs) then pull out of his ass. Yeah, today is no different. Uh, what we do is we talk about the food, then we run it past Eddie, and then we pull the handle of the Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. This is a scientific device that allows us to ascertain whether Eddie Pence would, in fact, eat something or not. If we get a jackpot, that means, yes, Eddie Pence would eat it. However, if we uh, we don't get a jackpot, then that means uh, Eddie's not going to eat it. All right. <laughs> Pretty simple. Here we go. On this day in 1911, Norwegian Roald Amundsen, his expedition was the first to reach the South Pole. Okay. Roald Amundsen and four others. They went a long way. Became the first to reach the South Pole. They celebrated Eddie Pence yeah. by sharing a delicious meal of seal meat. Yes, seal meat. Seal meat is the flesh, including the blubber and organs often, of the seal that's used as food for humans. Prepared in uh, numerous ways, often being hung and dried before consumption, this historically has been eaten in many parts of the world, both as part of a normal diet and also as sustenance in the wild. Just some of the countries that still enjoy seal meat to this day, Japan, Norway, Iceland, the Faroe Islands, the Inuit people, other indigenous peoples of the United States, Canada, and Greenland also enjoy a nice meal of seal meat. Seal is, uh, in general, very lean. Contains less than two percent fat, also is very high in protein. Huh. So there you go. Okay. In fact, the daily intake, your recommended daily allowance of vitamin B twelve mm-hmm. and iron, can be met with only forty grams of seal meat. So what a delicious have and you eaten nutritious meal! I never have personally had the opportunity to eat mm. seal meat, so I can't attest to its to its uh, deliciousness. But look. The Inuits can't be wrong, right? Really? you got to trust the Inuits. Do you? They know some stuff. They live in the snow, right? <laughs> they do. They, gotta, they choose
1: to live in the snow. They've
0: got 20 different words for snow, as okay. far as I, Well, uh, if
1: understand. you spend centuries in the snow, I think you'd call snow several different
0: things. It's not about me or the Inuits. It's about Eddie Pence. Is he eating some seal? Let's find out. Let's pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. Here we go. One seal. Two seals.
1: I can't eat a seal. Come on. It barks at you. It barks. Yeah, so? So a do dog. I can't eat a dog. I can't eat a seal. If it barks, that's a rule I have. If it barks, I can't eat it.
0: Why can't you eat I just eat can't. It?
1: I can't because it look, I, it's so shiny and smooth. I just, well, it's <laughs> not something I would even, I've never looked at a seal and gone, I wonder if anyone eats that besides a shark. I'm not saying you got to kill it. I don't, you don't. have to do it yourself. It doesn't seem like it's an appetizing animal.
0: <laughs> no, no. Oh, look at it. Oh, oh, poor thing. Oh, I, mean, I want to kill it more no. now. With that fucking don't sound want, in my ears. Oh, no, it's barking. It wants to go outside. No, it's gonna go outside onto the barbecue. Somebody, somebody! Somebody rang the
1: doorbell. No, I can't. I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat a seal. Oh my! God. I don't want to eat a seal. They're too. They're cute. I just told you how I like them. Full
0: of nutrition, it is. I'll, I'll take a B twelve vitamin. Got to, it's easier. Gotta see if I can get some seal meat for next year. Hunting a fucking seal down. For munchin' Monday. And that's it for today's This Day in History.
5: I pity the fool who ate in school by Ralph recently. He's dropping college level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, cause that rhymes with LMB. And that's a wrap for the Ralph Report today in history. history.
0: Alrighty, now it's time for all the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Uh, sad news: Charlie Pride, pioneering country music star, has died at the age of 86 mm. due to complications from COVID-19 virus. It sucks. One of the very first black performers to break through in country music died from complications from the virus on Saturday, just weeks after his final performance at the CMA Awards back in November. Now some say it might have been that appearance actually that oh, really? um, allowed him to uh, expose him to expose it, expose himself to the virus. But there's no confirmation of that one way or the other. But he was enormously popular. In the Country Music Hall of Fame, in the year 2000, he was inducted. 1967 was the beginning of his career, and he had the that was the first of 52 songs by Charlie Pride to hit the top 10 on the country chart. Damn, 52 top 10 country. That's songs. impressive. You know what's more impressive in the 1960s to be a black artist and to be embraced <laughs> to break through a country music by yeah. the country and Western audience the yeah. way he was? It was sort of an anomaly. Definitely a unicorn in that business. Very much so. And he paved the way for a lot of other black artists who uh, followed him into mm-hmm. country music. Here's a little bit of the late Charlie Pride.
5: You've got to kiss an angel good morning and let her know you think about her when you're gone. An angel, good morning. And love her like the devil when you get back home. Well, if he sings all like that,
0: he's alright with me. <laughs> A lot of people say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sia, actress, uh, not actress at all, singer. Sia. 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 I don't know Sia. Wouldn't want to be you. <laughs> She's in the news. <laughs> you know Sia. She had that chandelier song. She's the one who wears the wig over her eyes so no one can see her. Oh, face. yes, yes, that, yes, that's yes, Sia. yes. yes, yeah. Sia. She is uh, joining a list of women who are accusing Shia LaBeouf of being uh, an abusive romantic partner. Mm. FKA Twigs already has gone on social media claiming that he was uh, abusive emotionally and physically during their relationship. Sia has come forward and said, I too have been hurt emotionally by Shia, a pathological liar who conned me into an adulterous relationship claiming to be single. Mm. He appeared in a video for her in 2015 called Elastic Heart, and apparently they started a relationship then at that point, but he was already seeing someone else at the time, and Sia was very unhappy with that. Yeah, but that's just a guy cheating on his girlfriend with someone else. I don't know if you can file for emotional abuse on that. that well, seems... she's not filing charges or anything. She's, not, she's, she's just, just going that. social media uh, supporting FKA yeah. twigs I mean, because he's... she's saying he was he was also awful to me. <laughs> he's not a well-adjusted human being to this begin with. This would be my point. If you enter into a relationship with Shia LaBeouf... Oh, yeah. What
1: are you expecting?
0: Buyer beware at yes. that point. Yes, yes. Because you know he's a fucking lunatic. Right. And he's got a long history of being a nut bar. Yeah. So if you get <laughs> shitty results from him... Uh, who's who's to blame there? Yeah. Guy wore a bag on his head for yeah. days.
1: <laughs> he fucking got a tattoo on his chest for two-point seconds of screen time. It's all
0: bad it's, with him. He
1: pulled a tooth out.
0: Very little good. Makes st- <laughs> Very little upside to dating Just Shia LaBeouf. So, you walk around a farm, you're going to step in shit. Right? There you go. Put that on a t-shirt, kids. <laughs> Don't date bad dudes, ladies. Yes. That's what we're saying. There's good dudes out there. Yeah, some. Jamie Alexander, she's announced that she is returning to the Thor franchise. Oh, yeah. Returning as Sif yeah. in Thor Love and Thunder. She'll be back for that. She's she was missing in Ragnarok. She was because she was busy shooting Blindspot on NBC. She mm. had her own TV show over there on NBC. But she is back now, and some are speculating she may end up to be the queen of Asgard alongside Tessa Thompson's uh, Valkyrie. Oh. Because you may remember. Oh, yes. At the end of uh, Avengers Endgame, Thor hands over new ascar right. to valkyrie and he takes off with the Guardians of the galaxy to go yes. uh check out new adventures and they made her uh, they made uh, valkyrie's sexuality somewhat ambiguous yes. yes and so she was uh saying recently tessa thompson was that uh, as the new king she needs to find her a queen that'll be the first order of business of so people speculating perhaps that sif will be her her queen. and i gotta say i am all behind me that. me too anna kendrick is horribly racist <laughs> apparently. Why? Well, there was a series of offensive tweets that were posted over the weekend. Yeah? Yeah, I wonder if I can even read them. (laughs) Am I allowed to read them? What racial slurs are being thrown about? She's dropping the N-bomb No, you can't read them. I can't say that? No, you can't. What if it ends in an A Mm. instead of an E-R? Can Um, I say that one? I'm going to remain quiet. You can just go ahead and I'll err on the side of caution and not drop uh, (laughs) N-bombs here on the Ralph Report. But uh, shout out to my N-word James, bro. Funky in this bit. N-word. Oh, wow. Um, turns out she was hacked. <laughs> Someone went on there and started tweeting out to her 7.2 million followers using very offensive language. Wow. Even changed the website on the account in the bio to thug.org. That was the first indicator that perhaps Anna Kendrick <laughs> wasn't in control of her Twitter <laughs> account any longer. Apparently, uh, she's since taken possession back. Oh, so, uh, really? No more N-bombs from... <laughs> And a Kendrick. <laughs> Although, that being said, she is a horribly racist person. Is she? I, yes. Absolutely. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on December 14th. Dee Wallace probably will always be best known as the mom from E.T. She was a good mom in yes, that movie. 72 was. today. Singer Joyce Vincent Wilson of the musical act Tony Orlando and Dawn is 74. I've talked about this act before. Tony Orlando and Dawn, probably best known for their song Tie a Yellow Ribbon Round the Old Tree. Yeah. Inexplicably popular in the (laughs) 70s. An awful band with awful songs that that sold a ton of records. Let me show you by example. This is one of their biggest hits.
5: Oh, Candida. fresh and clean uh-huh. Candida Just take my hand and I'll lead ya I promise life will be sweeter
0: And it says so
5: in my dreams
0: By all, by all standards I uh, awful pop song. Like, I could see that popping up in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 However Candida, the name of the girl in question. Yeah. You know what Candida is? What? It's a yeast infection in the <laughs> vagina. If you're gonna name, a, if you're gonna <laughs> name a female protagonist for Candida. your pop song, maybe you want to steer away from the oh, yeast infections fuck. of the vagina, mouth, <laughs> gut, or throat. It's just find something else. Uh, song takes on a whole new meaning. Oh my God. <laughs> Cynthia Gibb is 57 years old today, actress, singer, dancer. Cynthia Gibb, bassist Cliff Williams from ACDC, is 71. Dirty Deeds
2: and the Sheep. Dirty Deeds and the uh, Dunder Sheep. Dirty Deeds and the uh, Sheep. Dirty Deeds and the uh, Dunder Sheep. Dirty Deeds and the Dunder Sheep.
1: Could you imagine singing a whole concert like that? Let alone a whole career singing like that?
2: I love ACDC so But God, that would shred your throat.
0: Maybe that's just his voice. He's not struggling at all. Seems like he's struggling. Actor Vanessa Hudgens is 32 years old today and singer, but more importantly, penny whistle player. Spider Stacy, Peter Spider Stacy of the Pogues, is 62. What a great opportunity to play one of the great Christmas Songs of All Time from the Pogues. Fairy Tale of New York. The
5: boys of the are And the are ringing out
0: for
5: Christmas
0: Ah oh, yes. Takes me back to the old country. Yeah. Oh my god, I gotta move to Ireland. <laughs> One of patio lanterns favorite. Stop it. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the show beat. And guess what, kids? It's Monday, so it's time for a surprise Munchin' Monday. What? What? I didn't let no- Eddie know it was coming. Stop doing this. This is a surprise Munchin' Monday. I didn't tease it ahead of time, so Eddie be c- caught completely off guard. I like knowing the week before. I know you do. So but I can think you, about no, it. No, but then you work it up, and then you get all mm. crazy in your head, and you got preconceived notions. I'm just going to drop it on you. I don't you. want it to drop on you. <laughs> You're going to have a tasty treat today that I'm guessing you've never had before. Oh, shit. What is it? And because it's the holiday season, Eddie Pence, it couldn't be more appropriate than for us to dig into some of this. Bring
5: us some figgy pudding. Oh, bring us some figgy pudding. Oh, bring us some figgy pudding and bring it
0: out here. Figgy pudding. I've never had figgy pudding. We're having some Christmas time figgy pudding. Oh. I'm
1: interested in this figgy pudding because I like fig Newtons. See, and that's figgy, right? It's, very, it's that's right as, there in the name. That's I think as figgy. As you that's can an get.
0: indicator that there it is figgy. All right, so
1: maybe maybe I'll like this. This I don't is know.
0: figgy pudding. Let's see. I'm interested in this one. Now, this, of course, made famous by the song "We Wish You a Merry Christmas." Yes, figgy pudding, so good. That they won't leave until they got some we won't go until we got some we won't go until we got some we won't go until we got some so bring some out here yeah you're gonna get some figgy pudding real dickhead guests at that party well that actually is supposed to be some poor people singing at the door of rich people and we wish you a Merry Christmas. Those are the carolers who are going from door to door, hoping that the people inside will give them a little taste treat, a little snack, but something to drink, something You still to can't eat. say we're not going until you give us some. Well, look, uh, depending on how poorly they sing, you may be willing to give up almost <laughs> anything to get them to move on. 3 a.m. you'll throw in Figgy. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Figgy pudding has a long, illustrious history throughout uh, Britain. Okay. It is British by, uh, by nature, and... It is known either as figgy pudding or Christmas pudding. Started in 14th century Britain mm-hmm. as a soup. So you can see how it evolved. Yeah, got thicker. Yes, yes. and initially it was also <laughs> not sweet. It was savory. Wow, It was made with beef and mutton, and it was usually um, just a way to preserve the meat, more or less. They would put in raisins and prunes oh, and wines and Christ. spices. Stop with the fucking raisins. And it was a soup-like dish, even though they called it a pudding. Then they started adding grain and then it was known as frumenti. Hmm. But in the fifteenth century it became plum pottage, which was meat, grained vegetables, fat, spices, fruits, all packed together into an animal's stomach or an intestine to keep <sighs> it to, to keep it what the fuck, dude, to keep That's it not what we're eating, is it? to keep it safe? And uh, preserved for months. It's not a fucking Tauntaun. For months. And then in the 16th century, it changed over. It became less savory and more sweet. Less stomach? Less stomach, yes. Fucking savages. And these days, it's just a a delicious collection of fruits and spices and breadcrumbs and eggs and... um, uh, The the, the peels of different fruits and cloves and nutmeg and allspice. Sounds like a compost. Little booze. There's some uh, fat in there. There's some beef fat in there. Are there any rules? (laughs) There's no rules to making this, it seems. It's just whatever you can put into a pot. You, you mash it together usually it's served as a in the shape of a, like a cannonball or it's it's in a mold <laughs> okay i'm now i'm being turned off completely by this and then it comes it pops out and you serve it it's supposed to be served hot i didn't have a chance i heated it but by so now I got cold figgy we've pudding. we've been doing a show for an oh, hour now it so hey, it's, it's gonna going be a little it's it'll be warm i'm, I'm not sure. gonna go until i get it warm <laughs> gonna sit here all night so here it is today's munchin monday figgy pudding Munchin' Mondays, it's a
1: fun day, and it's happening on the Ralph
0: Report. Munchin' Mondays, Eddie's fun day, will he vomit
1: all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. it, it the, the thought of it makes me sick.
0: testicles are just all... Ra- it's a festive Munchin' Monday with... Figgy pudding. The famous figgy pudding. Yeah, Your first time ever having figgy yeah, pudding.
1: I think it's my first time I've ever seeing figgy pudding.
0: To uh, two, three, and four star generals, you know I like to show you the video. So there it is. That's what the figgy pudding looks like. It's like a clump of shit. Yeah. Right <laughs> out of the mold. So this is going to be Eddie's first experience with delicious Christmas figgy pudding. It is warm. I, I warmed it up. The warm. But I didn't know how long it would last. It doesn't smell good. So we're going to dig into a big... Fork full of figgy pudding. Oh, Oh,
1: come on. This doesn't. mm.
0: Oh, man. This looks good. It's a lot of raisins. Oh, this looks good. It's a lot of raisins. So many raisins. You ready? So many raisins. (laughs) Here we go. Oh, I lost my figgy pudding. Hold on one second. I got to get another. Mine wouldn't fall off the fork. I got to get another fork full. So much figgy pudding. All right. All right. right. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. All right. Mmm, mmm, that is good. Very moist. It's very moist. Mm-hmm. There are too many fucking raisins in it. No, no raisins. There is. I didn't want to poison your mind about it, but it is a big part. It's a li- the, It's all raisins of the figgy pudding. There are some raisins. It's in all there. raisins. It's not all raisins. Raisins are one of the. Raisins are one of all raisins. The ingredients in well, no, figgy pudding. They're only ingredient.
2: No, there's figs in there too. Don't you get that a fig newy kind of? I do, vibe but off then that? I get punched in the face with all the fucking raisins.
1: The fig part I like, and there's too many goddamn fucking raisins in this. Do they have a fucking special on raisins when they were making this there's
0: there's no such thing as too many raisins Yes, this right here is an example of too many fucking raisins and it's also got orange uh, zest in it the
1: i got the I i'm picking up the orange zest i don't hate the orange zest and i don't hate the fig but we if we cut the raisins by three-fourths <laughs> i think we'd have something that's edible raisins there's so many it's it's all right ra- like all that's in my mouth right now is raisin
0: it adds to the sweetness no it doesn't pudding a raisin without the raisins it wouldn't be nearly as sweet that is all fucking raisins
1: it looks like i cut into a raisin hive you, you be the judge it kids.
0: Lo- is that too many raisins it's All raisins.
1: no they're screaming no nope. at yeah. home right now no, the, the raisins are screaming there's so many of us in here let us the fuck out what are you doing by
0: torturing us (laughs) so many goddamn raisins so i'm guessing figgy pudding won't be on your christmas table this holiday season
1: if it had half the amount of raisins in it i think i would like this all right so it is so raisiny one figgy pudding hold the raisins Mm. for eddie pence it's not bad but there's too many it's just all raisin aftertaste
0: I won't go until you get rid of the raisins. I won't like go until you get rid of the raisins. It's like fucking Sunny Maid jerked
1: off in my mouth. <laughs> Just so many goddamn raisins. Who the fuck would do this? What psychotic would put this many raisins in anything? Oh man. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow, you really have a raisin issue. I this every everyone should have an issue with this. It's too many fucking raisins.
0: Merry Christmas, everybody from Munching Monday. Mm. It's just another munch in Monday. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Eating is fun day. Ooh, 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 maybe something ooh, on a fun day. Ooh, ooh, I hope ooh, I don't know. get the run stay. Ooh, 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 just ooh, 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 munchin it's just another munch in Monday. Is all. I raisin. can't even talk because I'm so full of raisins. Figgy pudding. Raisins and no. maybe
1: a fig there's plenty of fig in there no plenty. it's it's 10 parts raisin one part fig at minimum
0: what is wrong with some raisins it's too much
1: it's too it's like they dumped a whole box of raisins in this fucking
0: thing so good steve ash is not gonna like you shitting all over his, his figgy pudding <laughs> did he make his recipe no but it's british it's a british less thing. less raisins
1: less raisins like I half i don't think so
0: All right, kids, that's it for today's show. Thanks so much for joining us. Come on back tomorrow. More holiday fun in store for you tomorrow, (laughs) including the interview with my old workmates, Kevin and Mike, talking about their new show for next year. It is Tuesday, which, of course, is I can barely eat. Because of the raisins that are stuck in your molars. From all the figgy pudding. Mm. Um, Tuesday. To take a look at a tv theme song and talk about that song and the show that it came from on TV Tunes Tuesday. So much good stuff in store for tomorrow. It's called Raisin Pudding. You're not going to miss it. We'll talk to you then. But in order to come back, you got to take care of yourself. So please, if you can...
3: Stay the fuck at home!
0: Make sure you wash your hands really good. Stay good in the hood. Keep yourself about six feet away from everybody else.
6: Stay sweet at six feet.
0: And remember... Life is life. And raisins are good. No, not this many. And that's it for today's show. Until tomorrow, love you. Mean it. Bye.